girls, gays, and theys. It's your girl Twigs, and thanks for coming back to Sorry My Anxiety Is Talking podcast. On this week's episode, I'm calling it the birthday blues. I feel like every year since I have turned 24 years old, I always have an existential crisis on my birthday. I'm always sad, I'm always depressed, either leading up to my birthday or the day of, and even a few days afterwards. I recently had a birthday in May, Gemini baby, shout out to all the Gemini babies. And I literally sat here and was like, why does this keep happening? Why am I always so fucking depressed on my birthday? And I think a lot of us experience this, but we don't talk about it. Now, there are some reasons as to why I think these feelings get brought up for us during our birthday. It's always a time when we really see who our real friends are. Whether they reach out to us, they make plans with us, they wish us a happy birthday. It is such an eye-opening one time of the year where you're like, oh, wow, this person can't even take the time to say happy birthday to me or doesn't even really care to see me on my birthday or make me a priority can be really disheartening. I think some other factors as well are the idea of aging and us getting older and the daunting idea of aging and what that all entails can be really scary. Going along with also seeing who your real friends are on your birthday is just the immense amount of feeling of wanting to feel loved. And I don't care who you are, but I think anybody wants to feel special and loved on their birthday. And unfortunately, I feel like with some people and their friend circles and their family, maybe they don't necessarily feel that every year. And they feel like it's just another day. And they play down their birthday and what it really means to them. And it can be a very lonely time for a lot of us. I know me in particular... I am one of those people who I absolutely love birthdays. I love celebrating birthdays. I love getting everyone together and making someone feel special. I'm the first person to say, oh my gosh, your birthday's coming up. Oh my God, what are we going to do for your birthday? I have always thoroughly enjoyed birthdays. And I think a lot of it is because I expect the same type of excitement about for my birthday, essentially. And when that's not reciprocated, it's such a huge bummer. And I know for me over the years, it's been really incredibly disappointing when you put so much time and energy into people and making them feel loved and special and people don't give it back. And so you kind of have to take a step away and be like, okay, if they're not going to give that same type of energy to me, why would I do it for them? And last but not least, I think another reason why we get into these weird funks around our birthday is society has made us feel that every year that we get older, we need to become more successful. We need to become more rich. We need to make more money. Or it's a huge realization every year around our birthday that we're not quite in the spot in life that we thought we would be. I know that is for sure for me every single year. I look back and I'm like, oh my God, another year older. And I feel like the years are flying, but I am not where I thought 
I would be financially, emotionally, career-wise. And I know that can really get us down. So when you put all these factors together, no wonder we are all so fucking depressed and sad on our birthday. It makes complete sense, right? As I mentioned before, there's just like this weird stigma or maybe like pressure from family and friends, society, culture, that we just need to keep excelling every year as we get older. Sometimes it's just not always like that. And I wanted to make this episode to remind everybody that like always, they are not alone. And even at 28 years old compared to 24, I still don't have everything fucking figured out. I'm still just as lost. And I don't know if this feeling of the birthday blues is ever really going to go away. It wasn't until the actual day of my birthday this year where it was actually brought to my attention by my friends who were sending me birthday messages and phone calls of really actually how much I have grown within the last year. I think we're our worst critic and we can be very negative on our own selves. And that is a huge part of why I get the birthday blues. I just never feel good enough. I never feel like I'm in a place that I want to be. But with all the messages that I had received from my friends, the most common thing that was said in the messages was, oh my gosh, Anna, I'm so proud of you and how far you've come this last year. I look at you last year on your birthday compared to this year and so much you have accomplished. And for me personally, it was starting the podcast. It was the success of the podcast and what that brought, you know, tree fort, collabs, photo shoots, not only that, it was becoming more financially stable. It was a huge emotional growth for me within the last year. I did a lot of growing, but again, I didn't realize it until my friends brought it forth. When I saw the commonalities between all these text messages, sometimes you don't even realize how much growth you've done until people literally smack it in your face. And when I saw the commonalities, I was like, oh my God, I actually have really grown within the last year. Yeah, maybe I don't have $100,000 in the bank account. Maybe, yeah, I don't have my dream job yet. But I really have done a lot of growing. And it's little small achievements that I think we always forget the most. And so it made me really reflect internally and almost have a sense of gratitude and appreciation and a realization of, oh, my God, I actually have grown, evolved and changed. And I didn't even fucking see it. My whole premise with this story is I think it's really important for all of us every year when that birthday comes and it's that exact year marker to really break down even the smallest things that we've done and accomplished within the year. I think for me in particular, I do a skim down version. I'm like, okay, uh... I haven't really done anything, haven't really grown, evolved, whatever. But I think if you really break it down month by month, week by week, you would actually be surprised what comes up. I think for a great visualization is to actually write it down and journal stuff like this. And for me being a visual person, I know if I were to sit down during my birthday every year and go month by month and write down 
five top things of achievements and things that I thought were really important that I did, I would look back throughout that whole year and be so fucking shocked. And I think in a way with all my friends sending me those text messages, that's the visualization that I needed where I was like, wait, a lot of these people notice this. They've really gone into specifics over it. So it must be true. And again, I think it's we never really believe in ourselves and our success and who we can be and who we want to be. And sometimes we need to be told it or the people who we love the most tell it to our face for us to actually believe it. And that's what it was. So I really encourage you every year for your birthday to physically write it down. But if you're not physically writing it down, take a moment out of your day and think month by month within the last year what you've done and what you've accomplished and have a sense of gratitude and appreciation for that. I think it's incredibly important as well to not undermine the smallest of things. Even just when I'm thinking on the top of my head is just becoming more consistent in the gym. I'm so incredibly proud of myself how consistent I am with the gym and how often I go. And that has changed immensely within the last year. It's the littlest of things, whether that's changing your diet, changing your skincare routine, literally just the smallest of things. Don't undermine them. Bring them to light. I believe that when we are able to do this, maybe the birthday blues won't be so scary each year. And I think also the most important thing is also to just give yourself grace. I always see that quote circulating throughout social media where it's like, Oprah Winfrey became famous at 40. Steve Jobs was a millionaire by 50. There is no set timeline. Like we're so obsessed with being successful and rich by 25 and having our whole entire fucking life planned out. But I think it's so important to remember that everyone's path and journey is just so different And to stop comparing your life to what you see on social media, what you see on TV, and what you see within your friends and your family. I think it's so important to do what feels right for you, but give yourself some goddamn grace. Yes, I do believe that the years are quick. As I get older, it is crazy to me how much more time flies. But I always reference back to when I started my podcast and I started it. And had so much success within it, all within a six-month span. And I look back at that time and I always try to encourage people and tell the story. And hopefully it uplifts other people of, it is so crazy what you can get done when you were really focused and dedicated and passionate within a month, within three, within six, within a year. I truly believe that we forget how much we can get done within an hour, within a 24-hour period, within a week, within a month, within a couple months, we forget how much time we really do have. I think sometimes we also get so stuck in the routine of everyday life and what am I going to eat tonight and what's going on this weekend that we just let time fly by so quickly. I personally feel like I've been pretty stagnant, pretty comfortable within the last couple of months and have lost a little bit of momentum doing the podcast and I want to get back to it and I will always beat myself up and be like, oh my gosh, like I haven't really had any like success within the last couple of months must mean I'm going downhill must mean I've lost my mojo. But then I remember 
I'm like, maybe this is just a weird little period, but work your ass off, girl, in the net within the next four weeks, next six weeks, next eight weeks. You never know what the fuck could happen. So we all need to quit this idea that years are flying by and we're not doing anything. Stop. Because when you become more intentional, you'd be surprised what you can get done. I want to remind you guys again that 99% of us are nowhere where we want to be or where we thought we would be. This is a reminder again that life is not a race. We all go through periods of not feeling good enough, rich enough, successful enough. We are all trying to figure our shit out. And again, due to society and culture and pop culture, we keep thinking that we need to hit hit these milestones and this timeline of how everything should be. And I'm the first to say that's not true. Again, in such comparison to others. And I know social media is a huge play within that. And I even have to remind myself to stop all the fucking time. But this is your reminder again that everyone's journey and path is going to be different. And because you don't have your dream job at 28, it'll be okay. You might get it at 30, 35, 36. Because you haven't bought a house by 25, that's okay. Just because you don't have a hundred grand in your bank account or your savings account, that's okay. Stop beating up on yourself. And this is a huge reminder to myself as well. Now, another big factor that I mentioned in the earlier of this podcast that I think as to why we get the birthday blues is the fear of aging. Now, bitch, I will be the first one to tell you the idea of aging absolutely fucking terrifies me. Anyone who knows me personally close, I always have three different bottles of sunscreen on me at all times. I am always covered in sunscreen head to toe. I do not go out in the sun. My skincare regimen is insane. I am obsessed with health and looking young and trying to stay as youthful as possible. And I will be the first to admit that there is major toxicity within that. And if you had listened to my Why I Left Los Angeles episode, that is a lot of people in L.A. And I don't think it stemmed from L.A., but I think a society and culture and pop culture, as I keep referencing, is these are huge, major influences that we experience. We are all terrified of aging. I mean, look at us. We get filler. We get Botox. We do all these things in order to look youthful and young. And yes, the idea of aging scares me. But also, I like to think, I like to try to have a different mindset. I was seeing a trend a little bit ago about people talking about having grace within aging. And when did aging become so negative and in such a negative light? So why can't we have gratitude for our body and everything that it's been through and all the years that it's been through? And just like the whole factor of men age like fine wine, why can't women? Why can't we embrace wrinkles and stretch marks and bags under our eyes and saggy skin? Why is it that we associate so much of our self-worth within our age and our youth and it deteriorates as we get older? And we're like some chopped meat once we hit like 45, 50, 60, and so forth. I think we're all obsessed with the idea of aging and getting older. 
I don't know anybody who's excited for it. We all dread it as to why the cosmetics industry and the medical uh, skincare industry is huge. It's huge, right? I mean, these are multi-million dollar businesses. I sit here a lot to myself sometimes and I'm like, why can't we embrace it? Why can't we age gracefully? Why can't we feel just as beautiful as we did at 21, 22, as we do at 45, 50, 60, and so forth? And if you really break that down, it's all within ourselves. Yes, again, society is such an influence, but really, if we're able to change that mindset within ourselves, I really do think we'll live a happier life. And instead of the impending doom of every year as I get older, why can't I be stoked about it and think of, wow, what another year that my body overcame and is here on this earth and be grateful for that and all the aging marks that comes with it. So as someone myself who openly admits that I'm fearful of aging, just discussing this out loud makes me want to challenge myself and my mindset so much more about my idea of aging and beauty. And I highly encourage you to do the same. It's changes like this and conversations like this that are huge epiphanies for all of us. And ultimately, what is going to make a change in our society, which I truly believe needs to happen with the whole idea of fucking aging. Aging is inevitable. We're all going to age whether we like it or not. And instead of being miserable and dreading my birthday every year or seeing a wrinkle pop up on my face or an age mark pop up on my face and live this miserable life of in my head of never feeling good enough and pretty enough, why can't I flip that script? I personally would rather live a life like that of, wow, I'm beautiful no matter what age, no matter what weight, height, skin color. And I know that takes a lot of internal work and I know that is not easy and I'll be the first one to admit it. But why don't we fucking break these molds? Why don't we talk about this more? Why can't we accept what everything age has to offer and at the end of the day create our own idea of what's beautiful and what's beautiful to us like that cheesy ass quote they always say beauty is in the eye of the beholder and it's very true and this is such a great instance for it now let's talk about every year around your birthday when you start to realize who your real friends are Or sometimes I also feel that I get a little bit bummed when my friends aren't excited about my birthday as I am theirs. Now, this one was a really hard one for me. And I actually had a conversation with someone very close to me over this that kind of helped put everything into perspective for me. And I wanted to share it with you guys. Now, I would like to say, I don't think it's a bad thing that every year we get a little pinpoint period of really seeing who's there for us and who isn't. Sometimes I do think we need those. And I think every year around our birthdays, it's very eye-opening to us. We really see who puts in the effort and who doesn't. But to kind of switch that mindset thinking, when I was confining in somebody about my disappointments of feeling like my friends weren't excited about my birthday 
Some years I'm like, I just want someone to take my birthday into their hands and plan the whole thing and tell me to fucking show up. And I realize that it's not always like that. And I remember being a little brat and saying to this person, I'm not going to do anything for my birthday. It's not a big deal. Nobody cares. Half the people I want there can't even show up. I'm so disappointed. There's going to be like one or two people there, blah, 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 being a total brat. And this person kind of had to talk some sense into me. And they were like, Anna, (laughs) they were like, number one, people have lives. He's like, people are busy. Just because someone cannot show up to your birthday party does not mean that they don't care about you or they don't love you. And I always had this idea in my head. That's exactly what I thought. They don't care enough to show up. They're not putting enough intention in. They're not my friend. And this person was like, no. They were like, I think of more of if I have a birthday party and this person can't make it. Yeah, that's a bummer, but I'll see them next time. And I was like, yeah, that's true. And then I was playing into the whole idea of why am I so obsessed with how many people show up to my birthday party? Why is it this number game? Why do it, does it matter that I feel more loved and more popular if I have five people there, 10 people there, or 15 people there? I think because every year I get so excited about my birthday. I'm like, I want everybody there, every person I love, every person I care about. And I just want to feel so special. And I just want everyone to have a good time. And I'm so obsessed with this idea. And I've had a lot of birthdays like that, where there's been truly every single person I love in the same room. And it makes me the happiest girl in the world. But I also have to realize that not every birthday is going to look like that. And there's some birthdays where, yeah, there is only five to 10 people who can actually make it. And this person that I was confining in was like, you know, I think you should take the reins. You should plan your birthday party because I know you truly want one. And whoever can show up can show up. And you're still going to have a good time and you're still going to feel special and important, regardless if it's one person. Why does that matter? At least you're there with that one person. And I was like, you're right. You're fucking right. So I literally decided to throw a really intimate small picnic, invited a handful of people, and I knew a lot of them couldn't make it. And I was like, you know what? It is what it is. I just want to feel cute. I just want to eat some fucking chocolates on a picnic blanket and have some wine and just have a whole ambiance, whether there's 10, 15, five people. And it ended up being an incredible fucking birthday. A lot more people showed up even though they couldn't make the exact time that I made it. So many people throughout the night were calling me and texting me who had plans, who were busier earlier, and they were like, I'm coming, I'm on my way. So a lot of people did end up showing up than I expected. And it was so intimate and it was so loving. And I'm so appreciative of a good friend of mine who helped me plan the party and was excited to plan the party and they were excited because I was excited and we were just bouncing off each other's energy and it was the uplifting moment I needed to be excited over my birthday and because of his energy it just it was so awesome and my whole premise of this story is because someone didn't make it to your birthday party because someone may have forgotten to say happy birthday doesn't mean they don't love you or don't care about you. Doesn't mean you need to go fucking crazy girl like I normally would and be like, I'm cutting them off. 
They're not friends. I'm not cool with them. People have lives. People are busy. And ultimately, I think at the end of the day, when things get tough, who really shows up, yes, is very important. And also the realization, the hard realization of like, your birthday may be this huge event once a year, but it's not like that for everybody else. And sometimes when you create the excitement for your birthday, that's when they get excited. But you have to you have to get the ball rolling. And I forget that every single year because, like I said, I expect somebody to just take the reins and plan it for me. If I have a boyfriend, family, uh, you know, my best friends, but... At the end of the day, I think if you really take the time and the energy to plan it yourself and make it into something so fun and extravagant, and even though, yes, you had to do the work and pay for it, the whole thing, it can really make a difference. And like I said, I honestly did not think I was going to have a birthday party. I thought I was just going to stay home. And it made me really sad to think about that. And I know me so well that I was like, Anna, if you do this and you don't fucking plan anything, you're going to be upset that you didn't do anything. And so I planned a whole picnic and it was awesome. And I'm excited for next year. And I'm going to keep that energy going of just why does it matter who's excited for my birthday? Why can't I fucking be excited? And if literally no one shows up, whatever, at least I'm stoked it's my birthday. So I hope you guys enjoyed this birthday blues episode and I hope it kind of brought some pondering and some thoughts to your head. This was just the huge epiphany again that I had for my birthday in May and I thought I'd share because again we don't really talk about it. The fear of aging, feeling like nobody loves us, the idea that we need to be in this place of achievements that we don't feel that we're at yet. Birthdays bring up a lot, a lot of emotions, a lot of thoughts, and can be a really sad, dark, and lonely time for people. And again, I just wanted to share my experience, and I hope you guys took something away with this. I had a lot of fun recording this. And this is just, again, the constant reminder, you guys are not alone, and I love you. So thank you guys so much again for listening to Sorry My Anxiety Is Talking podcast, and it's your girl Twigs.